Everyone, and welcome to Focus Your Ads. In this episode, we're going to be talking about different bidding strategies that you can use on your shopping campaigns. So what is a bidding strategy? So a bidding strategy essentially is what Google has in place to allow us to change the bids. And there's different ways you can do that. There's ways that you can do it automatically. There's ways you can do this manually. So when I boil it all down, there's actually an auction that takes place in the background of Google. So if you're a competitor and you are bidding on the same term, So let's say you're bidding on red shoes, one of you is going to win and it might be because you're bidding higher or it could be for a whole bunch of other factors that we're not going to get into right now. But there could be a lot of different factors that play into this, but one of them is going to be the amount you're going to spend on that that bid. So how much you're going to pay Google for that click. And if you're going to pay less than the other guy, and in this case, let's say the other factors are the same, then you're going to get that, that click. You're going to get that impression. You're going to get your ad in front of that potential customer. So that's how the auction works. And then we can now manipulate this auction and try different strategies. So these strategies include automation. So there's different ways that we can have Google say, okay, Google, you do the bidding for me. And I'll trust that you're going to do the right thing. And there's ways that we can control that automation at a high level. And then there's other ways we can do it where we can actually adjust the bids and say, we only want to pay this much for this type of search or this product, more likely this product, and thus using an advanced strategy that I talk about in my other episode of the podcast where we go into like an alpha beta type setup or a three-tier setup. Then you have control over how much you're going to spend on different keywords or search terms. But in this case, let's say for the product, that's the only way we can adjust is for the product at this point. Google's going to give us the search terms. We're going to pick the bid that we want to show up on. And with manual CPC, you can now pick the amount that you want to show up on. So there's different things that we can do in different ways. So so the di- that's it really different, the big difference between automation and manual. Manual, you get the control, but you're also losing out on a lot of benefits when you, you take over control. And the other option is automation. And there's ways to control automation. And there's also different reasons why we use both of those. All right, so let's dive in and, and what kind of bidding strategies can we use when it comes to shopping campaigns? Because it's different for every different type of campaign out there. There's shopping, search, display, all these have different types of bidding strategies that we can use. And in this case, we can use manual CPC. And, and just so you know, CPC is cost per click, just in case you're not aware. So there's also manual cost per click with optimized for conversions. So this is just manual CPC, but now we've added on, a, there's a checkbox we can check off and allows Google to now take some control of that cost per click and they can adjust it. And this allows us to have a little bit of the best of both worlds and we can allow them to optimize for conversions or we can allow them to optimize for conversion values. So we have two different options that come up when we use, um, it's called the eCPC. So it's enhanced cost per click. The next one we have is target ROAS, which is target return on ad spend. So this is a fully automated bidding strategy where we set the amount we want to get back. So every dollar we spend, we want to get $2 back. So that's a 200% return on ad spend. We can now adjust this. It's all in percentages. So it'd have to be 200%, 300%, or 1000% if you wanted 10 times your return on ad spend different things like that. So this is how much you want to get back. And you can say, Google, try to get me this back. And if you can't, what they're going to do is they're going to underspend. The last strategy we have here is called max clicks. And with this one, we can actually put a bid limit on as well. 
So you can say, okay, I don't want a bid limit. And you can go ahead and just like Google, get as many clicks as they possibly can for that product and within your budget. So they're going to go within your budget. They're going to go out. They're going to get as many clicks as they can. Setting a bid limit will allow you to set a ceiling on how much they can bid. So you're, you're not going to let them bid higher than a dollar. So that way you know that they're not going to spend $4 on a click. The max they can spend is a dollar. And if they think they can get more clicks, but you're now limited because of this, you'll see a, a limited by target. I believe it's limited by target. I might be wrong in the, the actual wording, but that's, that's the idea. They'll have a little banner that comes up and say you're limited now due to targeting. All right, so let's go back a little bit here and talk about manual versus automation before we go into manual, why we'd use manual CPC. Because there are some things in automated bidding that we can't do when it comes to manual CPC. One of the big ones is auction time bidding. So what Google can do is actually adjust the bid on the fly when an auction happens. We don't even get to see the auctions. We don't know what's happening in the background, but Google can see that. They have their AI set up to actually optimize for that. If there's signals that say this person's more likely to convert or to obtain our goal, which could be a conversion goal, then we're going to see a potential increase in our cost per click. So we might win a bid when it's more likely that we're going to convert. So this is something we can't do in manual CPC. So I pulled up some of the automated bidding signals from Google. This is directly from Google. I'm just going to read you a few of the different signals that they can utilize in this case. So we have device. So Google ads can optimize bids for target CPA or target ROAS, and we won't go into target CPA. They can do that with mobile, desktop, or tablet. So depending on the device. So here's an example that they give. For a car dealership, bids may be adjusted if a person is searching on a mobile device and therefore more likely to book an appointment at a nearby location. So they're saying that they would bump the bids up for a mobile device if they feel like that person is more likely to buy because they're nearby. So that's one thing they can do that's going to optimize in the background. So there's location intent. So for this one, they give an example here for a traveler provider. Uh, bids may be adjusted if someone is actively researching a vacation destination you offer. So if you're offering, it says here, Paris vacations August, even if they're not physically there, uh, they could adjust your bids because Paris is in the, the name. So they're going to automatically adjust that at the auction level. They can do weekday and time of day. There's other options like remarketing. They'll even adjust for remarketing lists. They can do browser. There's operating systems. There's a lot of different signals here. There's a huge list of signals. And I believe even though we can only see a few of these signals here, I think there's a lot happening in the background that we also, a lot of signals that we don't even get told about. I think there's going to be a lot of different signals, even possibly even up to browsing history and different things like that. Stuff that we can't see that's maybe happening on a Chrome browser that we, um, that Google has access to and they can adjust these things. So here's one more here. So actual search query. So um, with it says in brackets search and shopping. So this one will apply to shopping. So Google ads can optimize bids based on text of the query that triggered the ad, not just the matching keyword. So they give an example here for a shoe retailer. Bids may be adjusted if the person search query is leather boots because they're more likely to buy a new pair compared to search for boot repairs, even though though both those queries broad matched to the keyword boots. So even though it matched, 
the context around that keyword made more sense to have a higher bid for it. So it would have a higher bid and Google would adjust that in the background. So these are things, again, I don't know why you'd be having boots as a broad match, but it allows Google now to, if you did have boots as a broad match, maybe you're really broadening things out. And in shopping, you wouldn't have that choice. You might have boots as a broad match because you don't have the choice, whether it's there or not. All you can do is get rid of it by using negatives. But in this case, they can go in and adjust things on the fly at the auction time bidding. So that's a big part of why you would go with automated bidding. So saying all this, why would you ever go to manual CPC? Well, there's a couple reasons. For one, going to manual CPC is something you may need to do in the start because with automated bidding from the start, you can't use it when you have under 15 conversions in the past 30 days. You can, however, use something like a performance max campaign, but you can't, when you're using a shopping campaign, you can't use automated bidding when it's under 15 conversions. So you need to have at least the 15 conversions in order to use an automated bidding strategy. So this may take you a while, especially if you're selling high ticket products, it may take you a while to get to that 15 per month. Another reason is because Google's great at finding these keywords. They're gonna do a lot of stuff in the background that you wouldn't be able to do. There's a lot of stuff that Google can't see. For example, they can't see your relationship with that supplier. They don't know if, for example, if you're drop shipping, if you have a supplier that causes problems, maybe you don't want to be getting a ton of sales from that one supplier, or maybe you have really poor margins. These are things that you can't necessarily adjust for on an automated bidding strategy. Well, there's, there's ways around it, but in general, Google's not going to adjust for those. So you're going to be left using manual bidding and adjusting for that. Now, if I were you, I would be looking at using enhanced CPC because this is essentially the best of both worlds. You're allowing Google to have a little bit of control while you maintain the control on the cost per click so you can adjust the bids. But now you can actually have Google do its auction time bidding in the same campaign. So you maintain control while letting Google do its thing at the auction level. So you say, okay, this is what I wanna have for a bid. Then when it comes to the actual bid, Google can adjust that up or down. Again, enhanced CPC is not going to help you if you don't have conversions. So I would suggest that even though if even if you check it off, I don't think it's going to be a big deal if you have it checked off, but you should have some conversions coming in so that Google has something to work with. So keep in mind when you set a bid for enhanced CPC, it's not going to stay, that's not the, the cap, that's not the most that it's going to bid. Enhanced CPC is going to allow it to go above that. So it's going to push above that and it's going to probably try to keep it around that as an average. Once you check that off, it allows Google to bid higher on that product or lower on that product. They can adjust the bids to essentially help you out and get the right kind of traffic to you. So you can also use optimize for conversions or optimize for conversion value. So depending on what you want to do, if you have, let's say you have um, e-commerce business, if you're tracking conversion values, you're going to want to check off conversion value, not conversions. Now, if you're running a uh, service-based business and maybe it doesn't, doesn't make sense to have track conversion value because you're not actually tracking that in your conversions, you're just tracking whether someone's going to a lead form and actually filling out that form, submitting it, in that case, maybe it doesn't make sense to have value on there, so you track conversions. And that just takes the value part out of it for Google, and they're going to optimize and try to get as many conversions as they can and not necessarily worry about 
the actual value. So the next one we have to work with is target return on ad spend or target ROAS. This one has to be, you have to have at least 15 conversions in the last 30 days, and it's going to automatically adjust your bids and everything about your campaign, essentially, other than your ad copy, and um, it's going to adjust anything to do with your bids. So this can be device bids, it can be your time of day, it's going to adjust whether it's you're showing up more on Friday or Saturday. These are all going to be adjusted, and this all happens in the background with target return on ad spend. You do have a control lever. So you have a kind of a high level control lever that you can use and that's adjusting what you're you're going to set for a target return on ad spend. So if for example you want to get um, 10 times the return on ad spend, you could set a 10 times return on ad spend goal. And the goal would be 10,000%. So although you can set a 10,000% target return on ad spend, it doesn't mean that Google's going to automatically know that they can get that for you. If you set something, maybe you said, maybe you're like, well, if I get 10,000, let's get 30,000 return on ad spend. Why, why settle for 10,000 or 5,000? Let's go big. What's going to happen is Google's going to say, all right, that's, that's fine. We'll, we'll try to get you that 30,000% return on ad spend. What's going to happen is they're going to start to lower that spend. All of a sudden, you're going to see your your numbers start to trail off because Google's going to say, well, we can't. We see that we have patterns where we can get maybe 10,000% on maybe one product. But even if that starts to fade away, you're going to start seeing your ad spend just slowly dip away until you're you're spending nothing. And the account maybe completely shuts off and you're spending $0 a day getting zero impressions or maybe one impression every once in a while. That's what's going to happen if you set a really high return on ad spend. So what should you do? So you should look at your last 30 days. That should be your guide. So if you have a 30-day return on ad spend, say it's 600% return on ad spend. And if you want to find that column, if you're not sure where to find that column, it's conversion value over cost. I'm not sure why the columns name different from the bidding strategy, but that's how it is. You have conversion value over cost in your columns, and then you have target return on ad spend in your bidding strategy. So you take that 30 days and then you can actually apply that 30 day. So if it's 600, you could take that 600% and put that into your target return on ad spend and maybe watch it for a while. And if you can bring it up a little higher, you could bring it up to maybe to 650% or 700 and just watch that for a little while. If you start to see your ad spend dip, it's because Google no longer can, can maintain that. If it's just a temporary dip, so if you see maybe one day it dips, the next day it's up again, and the, the, the third day it's now down again, just keep in mind that Google's adjusting things to try to make that return on ad spend. So if they notice patterns that Wednesday is great, Tuesday is all right, maybe Thursday is really poor, Thursday is not going to get much for ad spend, and they're going to focus in on the days that make sense. Same with the time of day. They're going to focus in on the time of day that makes sense. And the device, all that's going to, they're going to start to adjust it. They're going to try to sculpt it in a way to get you that target return on ad spend. But the the thing to take away from here is if you're going to go with a target return on ad spend, start on the lower end so you don't kill your campaign. You can always go up and you can watch it, but slowly go up and see how it's going to affect your spend. And in this case, we don't have the option to 
completely remove our target. In other bidding strategies, you can actually remove the target and say it's a max conversion value. And then Google's going to go out and try to get the max conversion value for the amount you're spending. So they will adjust automatically. But in this case, we don't have that option. So we have to pick some kind of target. And like I said, start a little bit lower around the 30 day mark, maybe a little bit below your 30 day mark to start and then bring it up and maybe go a bit above your 30 day mark and see if you can get that to slowly creep up. There's going to be a certain point where you're no longer going to be able to creep up any higher and that's probably going to be kind of your limit. You can always bring it down again and allow things to adjust, allow your campaign to send more and you might actually see that return on ad spend stay fairly similar and you might be able to now increase your budget or start to slowly increase your target return on ad spend again because Google's now learning, right? Because just because in the fall you couldn't hit 10 times return on ad spend doesn't mean that you're not going to hit that in the spring. So just keep that in mind that you should be watching this and slowly adjusting and you're always kind of on the watch for it, but don't adjust it every day. It's an automated bidding strategy. Set it, forget it probably for at least at least a week, two weeks, if not a month, and just see what happens. And then adjust from there. Slowly adjust it. Uh, if you go too aggressive with adjustments, you're essentially, you're driving a, let's say you're driving like an airliner, but you're now pulling all, the, all these levers and with autopilot on. It's not going to do anything. It's not going to do it any good. You want to just let things go on autopilot for a little bit Make minor adjustments on your GPS if you're for using the plane analogy. Make minor adjustments. Let it go a little while. Check. Make sure we're still on track. Make another adjustment. All right. So the last one here we have is actually an automated bidding strategy, but it's not necessarily going to improve the amount of conversions you get. It's going to improve the amount of clicks you get. So this is called maximize clicks. This is one that we have, and we can use it at any point in time. It's it's more it's kind of closer to a manual CPC, but it's going to automatically get as many clicks as possible. So when you set maximize clicks, it's going to set everything on automation again, just like you do with target return on ad spend, except for it's going to allow Google to now put as many clicks through as possible. So it's going to adjust the bids for that rather than adjusting it for conversions. So it doesn't care about conversions at this point. There's conversions. It doesn't matter. So this is a great strategy. If for some reason you have problems with your conversions, this would be a great strategy to start out with. So if you don't want to go manual CPC and you don't want to play around trying to find the right, that sweet spot for that number of clicks, this can help you out. You can set this on, wait a couple days because all automated bidding strategies take a little bit to learn, set it, wait and just watch and see what's happening. Are you getting some clicks? And then see where your CPC is. Now you have a good idea. So if you want to flip back over to manual, you would have a great idea where your clicks, your cost per click is. And you can go from there. That'd be kind of your baseline. So it's going to give you a good idea on what it thinks your cost per click should be in order to get the most amount of clicks possible for your ads. Now I wouldn't use this all the time, but I do use it on occasion, especially if I'm in a new niche. And I want to just see, okay, let's get as many clicks as possible and let's see what kind of traffic we're getting in. See, if all our traffic is, we're getting great traffic, everything makes sense, then it's actually not a bad bidding strategy because as long as you're getting good search terms in, then it's doing its job and you're getting good traffic. 
Now, if it could bring in a ton of junk as well. So you have to watch out for that. And if that's the case, you might have to go to a manual CPC and start adjusting. I think this would be a for me, it'd be a, just a temporary type bidding strategy. I wouldn't go to this full time unless I don't have any kind of tracking on my, my website. So if I'm not tracking conversions, which I don't see why you wouldn't track conversions with a shopping campaign, you have to have conversion tracking set up. So, but if you're not, this might be an option for you in order to let Google do its thing. You can also, like I said before, set a max CPC on this so you can you can set a cap on it and google's not going to go above that cap so if you set it a dollar it's not going to go above a dollar it's going to bid within that one other bonus to maximize clicks as well as manual cpc is that you can adjust some things so for example you can adjust the device bids so you can actually adjust those up and down location bids you can adjust those up and down so this is adjusting it not turning them off or on this is changing them. So if I want to give a 10%, I want to give 10% more to California. I can do that while I'm in max clicks. I can do that while I'm in manual, but I can't do that in target return on ad spend. Same with ad scheduling, audiences, and even like demographics. You can, you can adjust these things, but you can't do that with target return on ad spend. Now there is one exception here. With target return on ad spend, you can adjust device bids by 100% in the negatives. So you can turn off one device. So if you don't want to show up for mobile, you can actually turn that off by putting a 100% negative bid on that device and that'll turn it off completely. But that's the only exception for what you can adjust. I always call it a secondary bid adjustment. So I hope I've given you something to think about when you're going ahead and making that decision on what kind of bidding strategy you want to go ahead with. There's so many different types of bidding strategies that we can utilize and we're just touching a little bit of that right now with shopping ads. But even in shopping ads, there's still quite a few different ways you can go and quite a few different strategies you can utilize and stuff we haven't even talked about in here, like using different campaigns to help you adjust your automated bidding strategies. So there's different ways you can control your bidding, even though you can't directly control it, we can actually control it with budgets and stuff like that. If you did enjoy this, make sure you hit that subscribe button and I will see you in the next episode. Take care. Bye.